With the inauguration of a new president just a day away, we discuss what we think the future will hold for the country. We make some predictions about the next two years, the next four years, about politics and culture, and some of the things we've been thinking about since it's become imminent that the left has the government in this country. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an audio apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. You could go on over to our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. You could sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. As you might have noticed in the intro, we no longer say Twitter. Don't worry about following us on Twitter. Eventually, we'll be stepping away from a lot of the mainstream social media uh, apps and sites and then, you know, getting ourselves on Gab and Telegram and all these minds and all these other ones that like I've been looking into and, and doing research on. Um, it's like a really like new world. Yeah. Just kind of <laughs> interesting to grasp and, and stuff like that. But we are living in the age of censorship. And then that's another thing that I guess I got to start including in our intros is in the event that like you tune in or, you know, you, you refresh your, your app, whatever app you use to listen to podcasts and we're not there anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are living in the age of censorship. So, you know, and, and you know, what's funny is every single person whether it's a podcast, whether it's whether it's a, a YouTube channel that I wouldn't even say is right wing, but just talks about these issues and is not necessarily on board with what's going on. Yeah. They all have that feeling that like at any day they could just be deplatformed. Yeah. And we are living in an age where you have mainstream media pundits talking about deprogramming, deplatforming. Uh, this is the world that we live in. Um, so it could happen any day. Like literally, like we don't know even if this episode will make it or how many more episodes yeah. we'll be able to do. And and I mean, hopefully I'm over-exaggerating when I say that. Like hopefully <laughs> that isn't the truth, but I just like it's, it's hard to know because yeah. – and I, and I think this is just like a perfect segue into what we're going to be discussing today. But look at how extreme things are. And Biden isn't even president yet. Yeah. So yeah. like and, and look at how extreme the things are that he's talking about doing and he's not even president yet. Yeah. And the idea that like people across the nation aren't up in arms at the idea of essentially overnight you legalizing 11 million people, illegal people, which that's a play to get more votes, obviously, because there's a long list of people that 
are waiting to get into this yeah. country that have, you know, the red, white, and blue mentality and are yeah. pro-America. Ver- and so, like, it's like you're going to bypass all of those people yeah. that have been somewhat vetted yeah. and, and you know, can contribute in a lot of unique ways to this country just to like be like all right well all these like 11 million illegal people we're just gonna we're just gonna nationalize them and you know essentially bolster our 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 voter base by 11 million votes and that's just that's just the first rip how how many more of these rips will there be you know yeah and the thing is that there's uh there there's a lot to things there should be an order to things and a lot of people when arguing about this stuff you know, they'll lean with the, well, what about the people that were born here? What, or not born here, but were, were here since they were young. And listen, there's an order to things. Even if if you feel you have a good argument, there has to be, you can't, oh, legalize 11 million people. You know what I mean? It, it can't, it doesn't work that way. When you have a list of people that have done things the right way, that have put the paperwork in, that have done, you know, went through the whole process, you can't just jump over those people and on day one talk about that you know what i mean it's, yeah. it's it's not there has to be a proper order of the things and, and and what i've always found so interesting about that particular argument that you just brought up yeah. is this idea that this country somehow is held as if they're the villain but no like no blame goes on to the people that like put these kids in that situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand like why they were brought and everything like that, but you're holding the country as the villain in this situation when there is a process of, of how things are done. That. And also like, you have to understand that just because your situation is, you know, kind of sad in a way, which, which is like, if you were born in Mexico, right, and then from a little kid, you, you've you been here in America, it is jarring because you feel American in the sense of, like, you've been in the culture. But since when does anyone pick someone on their team to just have them, like, but not know anything about them, right? Like, imagine if if I'm a GM, right, and I'm like, all right, cool, well... I'm gonna I'm gonna get Kill Cartoon to be on my team, but I don't know anything about you. I don't you haven't done anything. Like I don't I don't know what you know. Like so usually if you do something like that, you you like oh this person is this type of specialist or this person or this this is what I want you to do for the team. It's always it's always what I want you to do for the team, right? And I've always felt that it was fair that if you if you did something like either join the military, do something where it's like productive for 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 America. Mm-hmm. Then, then it's like, well, that's an understandable argument there, right? You can't, yeah. you, like, you can't just be like, oh yeah, eleven million, eleven million people, uh, you guys are legal now. I don't care who you are, I don't care what you do, I really don't give a fuck. I'm trying to get these votes. That's yeah. really what it is, and it's like, you, you don't, you don't, uh, you can't, you can't start talking like that as as president elect, right? Um, and and that be your line of of logic. Oh, all right, eleven million people. We're gonna legalize them. Uh, NRA, I'm going after you. Um, blacks and Browns, y'all are first on. Like that's not even an American value. American values aren't based off of race. It's it's an idea, right? Yeah. So 
it's just very, very small-minded, and, and it just worrisome that these are the things that are coming out for your first 100 days, you know, or whatever. Like, this is the stuff you're worried about. Um, you're not worried about uh, stuff that, that matters. You're not worried about opening up businesses. You're worried about, you know, mandating masks, you know, like stuff like that. Like, what what are we talking about here? Are we talking... Which that's another thing that is such a hypocritical move is in one hand, you're talking about, you know, mask mandates, uh, COVID vaccinations, everything like that, because this virus is is so damn serious. Yeah. But then on, in the same breath, you're talking about influxing the country with 11 million more people. Yeah, it, it's it, it, it's hypocritical and it's oxymoron. Like, well, is this virus like so serious that all these measures need to be taken yeah. on one hand, but then on the other hand, like, oh, but it, it's not that serious where we can't influx 11 million yeah. people. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the idea that that what what happens is is like, yeah, people be like, oh, well, the 11 million people, like, are they here already? Are they not here already? They're just undocumented. Yeah, that's that's one aspect of it, but what you're what what people fail to realize when you make this argument is that this incentivizes so many more people to come and 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 Biden has already said like with with the the legislation that he hopes to pass is that this legislation doesn't include like additional border security. It's just oh, like you're legalized because I remember yeah. with Trump, uh, when when it when it came to like the the DACA people, he was saying, "Well, I'll legalize them." Yeah, which I mean, I think the number was far less. Yeah, but 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 the left said no. That's right, what's the so funny said, about right, it. The left said no, be, <laughs> but because Trump's legislation also included the like the wall being funded and everything like that, balance right and order. To things, yes. I thought that was like yeah. one of the most like balanced and compromised pushes that I've seen in like recent history in politics. Yeah. All right, listen, you guys say you care this much about these DACA people. Yeah. You say you care that much about them. All right, so they they'll be good. Yeah. Obviously, this is a compromise because I'm going to take a hit from my base. And he did. And he did. I'm going to take a hit from my base. Because of this, but also I could make my base happy with with the wall. Yeah. It's nothing new. Bush tried to do the whole amnesty thing, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. The left cares when it's them doing it. But they don't but it's because they want to get the glory. Because really at the end of the day, they want to look like the good guys or they want to have power. It's yeah. either power or glory. Do we look good? And how does it benefit us? Right. And whenever a Republican has been like, all right, listen, I'll, I'll play ball. They're like, nah, we ain't even trying to hear it. Nah, like, unless we do it or unless it means power for us, then we don't give a fuck because we don't really give a fuck about these people. It's just like, you know, it's all about power for us. And and we saw it, uh, at least in my lifetime, I've seen, like, like I said, when, when the whole Bush thing came, it came so close and nothing came of it. Then with... With uh, with Trump, with the doc, which I thought like, I remember because I was like, damn, this is his base, like his, his like the people that are really pro that like or very anti-immigration. I can like that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And 
And I understood it though. I thought it was. I thought I mean, it, was it was balanced. More yeah. of a, it was more of an anti-illegal immigration. Yeah. It, it wasn't. Well, yeah, it illegal. wasn't some because if you think about Trump in 2019, he nationalized over 850,000 people. Yeah. So it, that's clearly not an anti-immigration president. No. It's just anti-illegal immigration, which I totally understand. We're living in a time where we are getting. Every day we have to compete more and more with China technologically, in 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 science, technology, engineering, and math. We have to compete with them because things are radically shifting. No. So you need people with a certain sort of acumen that are a hundred percent pro America. Yeah. At a time like this, because it's getting greasy and i mean there are some people that are out there that would even believe that it the time is now i mean i i think it was the other day that mike pompeo he was giving a speech and he was saying that communist china is already within our borders yes and and, and it and it certainly seems that way yeah. it certainly seems that way i mean look at rafael warnock the guy that just got elected to the senate from georgia this guy's a fucking lunatic. Like, I mean, I don't even understand in what world. I mean, I, 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 I can understand in what world we live in a world where like we have very low information voters and and people are just it's just so complete sad. and utter <laughs> utterly stupid. And and the, what's scary about it is that these stupid people, they have the capacity to vote. Like, mm-hmm. I literally earlier I was getting into a back and forth on Facebook with somebody. I didn't even know these people. It was like a, a public thread about how Jeff Bezos, I think he makes like $2,300 a second per second. Like that's how much money he makes a second. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> and, and so people were like, oh, you know, uh, uh, and and yet people have a hard time uh, with uh, with minimum wage and, 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 and they argue against minimum wage and everything like that. And so low information, I was like, well, I'm not, I don't even necessarily like rock with dude because, so I'm not defending him per se, because like that shit he did with parlor, like, like fuck dude. But, but I still would advocate for the fact that like his wealth is his wealth. Like you don't, what makes you entitled to that? And so then all these people, like, they... And what's so funny to me... I was literally about to say that. I was like, what's so funny? But let's see if you're going to say what I was going to say. What's so funny to me is there's so many times that I encounter people that, like, when I'll make a statement or, or put a post or whatever, I'll get, like, the laughing emoji. Like, they're like they're laughing at what I'm saying. Yeah. But no no rebuttal, though. And, yeah. and to me, like... Not only do you do I not respect you, but like you've yeah. pretty much just shown your hand right there. It's just like you don't have the capacity to argue me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And and that I got a lot of that. But then there were some there was some back and forth that that came along with that. And it, it uh, some guy was like, oh, but he makes his wealth off of the backs of people. It was like these people are not slaves. Yeah. They're not like forced to work. Yeah, they're yeah. not yet shit. What you motherfuckers voted for, you might we might yeah. be, get to the place where there's some fucking slavery or internment camps or or some sort of like you know craziness coming, but we're not there yet. Let's not forget Andrew Yang is running for what is it a uh, mayor, mayor of New York City. Yeah. Now I'll tell you why this is very scary, and it has to do with universal basic income. 
and the fact that it's in fucking New York. So you're literally the darling of America, right? Oh, New York. It's New York. New York. And if that actually becomes a thing there, it will become a thing everywhere. Yeah, but I think that narrative is changing. Like, not n- not so much the, the universal basic income narrative, but I, I think the, the, the narrative of, of how bad New York is, I think people are starting to, like, grasp that because i mean I people, are, do pe- hope so. people are fleeing new york yeah you know but that's the other thing and and i guess that mm-hmm. that would kind of coincide with as as being a prediction going forward is it's gonna we're gonna enter a world where information it's gonna be very hard to know like what's real and what's not yeah i get and i'll give you an example I believe wholeheartedly that like throughout the course of a Biden presidency for a, however he's lo- he's he's in office and and mind you I say this from the perspective of believing that Biden is just a figurehead like I truly believe he has handlers and the reason the, the reason why I believe that is because he doesn't know where the fuck he's there's at There's a lot of times he you could tell he doesn't even know where the fuck he's at Oh man Nothing about him nothing about his energy suggests to me that like he's even capable of really in his mind conjuring up like legislation or 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 any 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 complexity nothing about how he debated shows me anything uh, uh, of that nature so i i truly believe he has handlers but i i believe that in his, for however long he's president which it may not be that long to be honest like no. he might have just been like the the figurehead used to like get yeah. like wedge themselves in there and then I yeah maybe and, a first or one term president yeah that, like one term president or maybe not even the whole term or yeah. whatever the case but anyway i believe that we'll quickly see a slew of like high ass approval like oh this and people love this yeah. and people love that and people love this and people love that if you notice and I, I've, I've noticed this, but I actually heard somebody talk about this the other day, and and it, it made me realize, if you notice, most major uh, mainstream uh, media websites, they no longer have comment sections in when their articles. Huh. They don't have comment sections. Anymore. I wonder why. Right, because they don't want they don't want any like clashing opposing views. So it's going to be very hard now like the flow of information because i think as censorship is more than likely going to increase yeah censorship is going to increase the mainstream media is going to ride that biden dick like it's going to be very hard to know like well like what is and what isn't and i believe you and i like we talked about this in a previous episode there was somewhat of a balance before under Trump because yes, the mainstream media was on one page, but then you kind of had like the whole internet and Twitter and everything on another page. So it kind of like counteracted each other. Yeah. It was like a, like a war of, of of ideas from different way different worlds. And like, you could literally be like, all right, let me see what mainstream says. Now let me see what the discussion on, on the internet is and what people are saying about it and what this guy, Oh wait, now, 
Oh, but he got centered. Oh, Prager, you they all these videos got taken down. Oh, damn, Alex Jones was on the Tim Pool video. Oh, it's down now. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like if you do see something, you might not see it. Like I actually had to sit down through the video I had sent you with Alex Jones, mm-hmm. and uh, I forget this dude's name because he used to be uh, part of Infowars. Um, Paul Jones and Watson. Yeah, like I, I had to watch it right away because I was like, this probably won't be up for much longer. So let me, and I don't know if it is or not, but. I was like, I'm just going to watch this now and see what their thoughts on, on, on this is because I might not get to watch it, you know? Yeah. Like, it might get to the point where you have to record some of the stuff that comes out so you can watch it for later because you won't be able to actually have that information because they're trying to burn the other side. Like, Yeah, exactly. You know? Even even um, recently uh, on CNN, uh, it was Brian Stelter's show. He had this guy, Oliver Darcy, on there. And this guy essentially was saying that people need to start getting at, at AT&T and Comcast and Verizon yes. for broadcasting OAN and Newsmax. Yeah. What, but these are these are news stations. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. So and, and the rationale behind that was because they're perpetuating yeah. ideas that we don't like. Like they're perpetuating ideas that we think are bad. So what you're going to see is like a crazy ass like if you thought there were echo chambers before yeah you're going to see crazy ass echo chambers now yeah. and like all you're going to do is add fuel to the fire of people hating each other more than they already do and then we're going to get to the point where it's like uh coach red pill suggested in one of his more recent videos the side that is willing to use violence yeah is the side that like eventually you know or at least starting off would have the upper hand and and, and, and very, you see things rapidly getting there yeah and, and i find it very weird because like it's people like that like like the guy that said that stuff that like i find those people a lot more jarring than like someone being very violent with me or like showing like a lot of physicality because it's like oh, all right well whatever i'll scrap with you it doesn't matter but then it's like I don't have anger towards that person. It's just like energy. It's just kind of like primal energy. We're we're gonna get it done here. Yeah. Either you win or I win or you lose or I lose, whatever. But it's like guys like that weasel that's saying that shit that doesn't. Well, I wouldn't say that he doesn't understand. He knows what the fuck he's saying. But it's like how can you say that? Like it's it's really, like, you're a really dangerous person. Yeah, and 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 the, and I know exactly what you what you mean. It's like. You have the luxury of saying this from like this cush ass studio and, and and to you it's just words, but essentially what you're you're doing is like you're more or less advocating to like wipe out the opposing argument. Yeah. Like you're that's essentially what you're like. I wanna and I wanna wipe out the opposing argument. And that's the that's the the place where it's like it makes you wonder if democracy like how possible is democracy in the future. I remember having a conversation with some people some time ago and Essentially, what this person was saying or these people were saying is that they believe that the right wing eventually has to start not necessarily being violent, but 
essentially like totally disregarding like everything that the right that the left is saying just like the left does it to, just and to just right. like the left has been doing you know it's just like a, a total disregard of of them because the reality is this the right wing for at least all under the four years of trump they never really advocated for any which i thought was great like they never advocated for any infringement on somebody else's life yeah all they ever advocated for is that the government like essentially stay out of their life yeah so it was like all right well i'm not advocating you know for higher taxes so that so that you know we could build more churches or, you know, to give more money to the military or any other, you know, whatever is like a, a right wing ideology. We're not advocating that. We're just advocating that, you know, our life be maintained and in order so that like we can grow and be prosperous and keep moving forward. And and I don't think like that that was that was a bad thing. But then what happened is the left with, you know, uh, being so radicalized. It was like, oh, well, it's not fair that you have this. It's not fair this person has that. It's not fair. That, like, everything is not fair. And so then it gets to the point where it's like, well, the only way to make it fair because they sold this idea of, like, white privilege and, like, the system is unequal or whatever the fuck. So they've sold all of that. So now we get to the, the place where it's just like, all right, well, for these people to get what they're going to get, like, those people that have more... Have well, to pay. Have to pay. And and to the point where, like, you'll even destroy them because, yeah. I mean, there's so many small businesses that are hanging on by a thread yeah. and everything like that. So, And it's so funny that, that, that it's, it's very funny to me because, you know, on one hand, you're defending the argument for Jeff Bezos as far as, like, well, this is wealth that was created from his company. This company is a very good company in the sense that, like, it creates a very good service, such a good service that he's worth billions of dollars. Such a good service that he makes, what, you said $2,000, $3,000 a second. Yeah. And more power to you if you're that productive. But it's so funny that we're able to defend a coward like him based off of ideals that matter more than the person. You see what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, you're seeing now, and it's, I don't even want to call them the left. We should probably just say the communists. <laughs> and, and, and then just because, like, the no left. No doubt. Yeah, like, <laughs> The left, like for example, and 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 it, it's hilarious to me. The left would never go for oh, I'm pro big tech, I'm pro corporations, I'm pro like that's not what they would do. Communists, of course. Let's let's look at China. China uses capitalism, yeah, as to, a weapon. Yeah, as yeah. a weapon to just become more powerful under a communist regime. Well, so that's what, what we're becoming. Is, what, what I would say they use is corporatism. Yes. Not so much capitalism, it's corporatism. Like they're not going to like the communist China is not going to come to us and be like, "Oh, hanging with apes, audio apes, so I can, you know, your your music, you know, you guys got like a a niche market yeah. for your music and you know, you guys got got these people that listen to you every week and own own some real estate." No, it's they're going to go after like the big, big, like the th the things that are so big that like they can weaponize it. Yeah, you know because and and then yeah, <laughs> obviously like if you're that big, 
you're not gonna not rock with them because it's like all right well either like rock with them or perish you know yeah and that's why i i thought it was interesting what you said i it was i don't know if it was last week's episode or the week before of how in whatever's gonna happen with you know the 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 near future it would be nice to have a big player step into the game like an elon or whatever because it's still not it's still not like too far gone yeah before yeah. you know it gets to that place but go ahead finish what you were saying what where, where did so I so you were saying um, that about about like the, oh yeah, yeah that china uses uh com, uh capitalism yeah like how they use it to their advantage that's what america's tur- is turning into and to me it's so funny because like we can sit here we can have an argument an honest argument defending the idea of it even if it means having to defend again a coward like Jeff Bezos, a coward like Mark Zuckerberg, or or, or Jack Dorsey, um, and still give the benefit of the doubt to the ideas that we have in this country and why they're badass. Like why, like it is badass that you could make two thousand dollars a second. Yeah. If you're that good at, at what, what you, you do. do, absolutely. And, and then it's like. Irregardless the, yeah. of being a straight bitch, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like oh, dude's a straight ass bitch, a productive straight ass bitch, yeah. and it's like, well, I ain't never seen a bitch that productive <laughs> in my life. In my life, you one productive ass bitch. <laughs> I imagine Samuel Jackson <laughs> saying some shit like that. Um, but but it's like, it, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty sad, and and it tells you the 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 lack of. Uh, critical thinking that it takes to argue with someone that thinks that that's too much money because like looking at it even when you said it, i was like oh that's kind of a little bit of money thinking of, because i'm thinking about the magnitude of yeah. everything like what it takes like people these these companies aren't just going to have free trucks they got you got to buy trucks you got to hire people you got to pay those people you got to have uh, boxes you got to have uh you do you understand how efficient you have to be to order like i ordered uh, like a, a Apple Watch bumper, right? For 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 work. Um, that shit gets there the next fucking day or the day after through Amazon Prime. Do you like? I don't. I don't know if people can understand or grasp how efficient you have to be to be able to do that. So, and then and then what it would take. So so I, what I wonder like, what do you have like? Uh, 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 a service where like okay oh damn them like i heard if someone puts it on their cart it's already being grabbed and being put on a bin for just in case if they order it, it we could get to it you know like yeah to be that efficient i mean you have to put in a lot of money a lot of work a lot of thought and then and then obviously of course you're going to make a lot of money if you're that good like yeah. and i don't i don't know it's so funny that you would never get that argument or get that thought from from the opposing argument because they're just going to look at it like just money yeah it's not economic at all like the intricacy of what it takes well and and that that speaks to my point of essentially those people being simple-minded like for instance right now uh, another thing that biden is planning on pushing is this whole 15 dollar minimum wage all right genius like if you do that at at the cusp of many small businesses being already like going out the door because 
taxes and everything like that. Like to me, what that strikes me is either like you are totally stupid and I have no concept of the economy or again, through the veil of nobility, like you're intentionally trying to crush small business yeah because because really if you think about that like small business is like one of the few apparatuses that really stand in the way of big government yeah so like if you crush it it's all right we'll get rid of them get rid of them and put them on the tip of the government yeah start printing money yeah and and then like you start you could like rapidly accelerate your agenda it's all right well we get people relying on us they're dead. They're gone. Yep. So what are you going to do? Because jobs are all fucked up. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, so and now it's either you work, you work at Amazon yeah. or you work at one of these places or, you know, you just get like what the government is is giving you for something that was going to happen already anyway, because with this super inflation type of inflation is going to happen. And the fact that like there's going to be a fall from all of this and then there'll be a rise and naturally businesses will be like oh man shit is good i'm paying you 15 dollars an hour because that's just a natural course of the economy they'll do it by themselves they'll do it by themselves especially and and also like what's so great about what's so great about not having that as a minimum wage is that the the worker productivity you know it's like you get paid based off of the productivity versus like okay well there's just like this minimum standard yeah that there is and that's not that's not great especially at a time when it's like you need as much productivity as possible to kind of get us out of this hole that we're in we can't be babied no Like, like whenever i didn't get like paid what i wanted to i just moved on to another field but it took the work to be like oh let me do some research let me go here. Maybe even the the competition. The, oh, damn! They're paying you ten bucks now. We'll pay you twelve. Exactly. All right, cool. You go here. Then if you want to move on, oh, they're paying twelve. We'll pay fifteen. All right. Like, and that and that's person, what makes wages go up because yeah. the 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 person that's giving the job, they're like, all right, well, I need to attract better workers, so yes. I need to pay more because I got to compete with my competitor. Yes. It seems like everything that this Biden administration is for is like eliminating all of that. Yeah. yeah. And, and so if they eliminate all of that, then it's like more of the of the the corporate corporatism really is is what it is what it boils down to. You sent me a video the other day of um, uh, Tim Pool's podcast, and I don't know who this guy that he had on there, but like they were making very good points. I never thought about this before. But it makes a lot of sense. After 2008, you know, the crash, the Great Recession, there was the whole thing, the the Occupy Wall Street movement. Yeah. And I remember that. I know you remember it. And then not long after the Occupy Wall Street movement, you had the Tea Party movement. Yeah. What was interesting about the Occupy Wall Street movement is that was a movement bred by the left. The Tea Party movement was a movement bred by the right. Yeah. So what's interesting about those individual movements, they're similar in certain ways because it has to do with their income. But yes. the with the left, theirs is wanting more income. So it's like a sense of entitlement yeah. versus with the right, it's 
not necessarily wanting more income yeah. or wanting to be given more income. Just they want to be able to keep more of what yeah, they make. Yeah. But so, what was interesting yeah. in, in, in that particular podcast mm-hmm. or that clip you sent me about the Occupy Wall Street movement is this theory that they were talking about how a lot of corporations and and people on Wall Street probably looked at that movement and were probably like, man, this movement could really like dismantle us because the one thing that was interesting about that was that particular movement is that they were going after big corporations. Yeah. They weren't like the Occupy Wall Street movement really wasn't going after like small businesses it was occupy wall street yeah. and and part of like what they were on was the one percent the one percent the one percent so then in there in, in that podcast they were discussing how it seems like the enemy of my enemy is my friend right and like they started to strategize and they were like all right well if we get these people talking about race and other like dumbass shit yeah they'll kind of like get off of our back and that's esa- that's essentially what has happened yeah. because for the left, like being so anti-corporate and everything, they really kind of just, just like sided with them in yeah. everything that just took place with like Trump being yeah. deplatformed and and you know Amazon uh, 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 not no longer wanting to host Parler and everything like that. It's it's really like well. How did this? How did this love affair take place? Because yeah. not that long ago, you motherfuckers were like against these people, yeah. it's and kind of, so yeah. and so, it, there was a like a little political cartoon that they show in that clip, and it was like there was like there's like a guy on the phone, and like a like a, a a corporate fat cat in his office, like looking down and seeing like all of the Occupy Wall Street protesters, yeah. and, and he's like <laughs> and in on the phone, and you just you see him say introduce these people to identity politics oh and, damn yeah and, and that's kind of crazy because yeah. that's essentially what has taken place because we went from that to if you voted for trump you're a white supremacist it's like yeah. like whoa how did this happen yeah yeah the the true the true candidates in the last eight years have always been donald trump and Bernie Sanders, like the true movements, yeah, at their like core, have been those two. Everything else is bullshit. Like, and I'll give that to Bernie, which is why you got the whole Bernie Bros thing, because it was like the left eating itself. Oh, you, all oh, the Bernie Bros, all oh, the Bernie Bros, like anything to discredit him, and that's how the left saw it because the left wasn't really the left anymore. They were again communist, so they're looking at it like. Yeah, you you talk that shit, but you're not really about like the whole like the globalist agenda, really. Yeah, you're very populist. Yeah, so it's very like just America, America first, and for Trump it was America first, but with capitalism yeah. instead of socialism, and of course now, and then and 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 I'd venture off to say that like if you look at the the if you compare the Occupy Wall Street type, and then you compare the Tea Party types you'll notice probably a difference in IQ. And and I'm not trying to diss here. I'm, I'm just trying to, like, let people kind of look at, like, the dynamics. On one end, you have people who their outlook on this is, well, we need to get paid more, right? And on the other, which obviously, like, you could 
you could think that, but you'd have to like actually go through the details of well, what do you bring to the table? And the tea partiers were the type more so small business that know what it takes to run a small yeah. business, which then means that well, I just want you to get out of my fucking way. Like I, I'm not asking for your help. I'm just can you get out of my fucking way? Yeah. And see, someone that says that is like. Imagine if you want people to need you, right? And this is the government talking. Who would you who would you try and trick more? In, in this in this instance, would you try and trick trick the Tea Partiers, or would you try and trick the 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 Occupy Wall Street? Of course, you're going to try and trick the Occupy Wall Street because really, there's a lot of a lot of principles that are lacking and understanding yeah. of economics. Yeah. So you're going to go after those people. And that's kind of how that became that because you can, the Tea Party basically became the 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 Trump base. That's basically yeah, what that, that became. That is the Trump base. Yeah. Like the Tea Party manifested into MAGA. That's what it, because it wasn't just like it started with taxes because of all the shit that Obama was on. So that's mm-hmm. what brought them out. Yeah. But then it manifested into well we're tired of being blamed for everything. Like all of society's problems were being blamed on white people. Yeah. We're tired of, you know, like all of these illegals coming in and like they're, they're taking the jobs from like the middle class and, and, and like the blue collar and everything like that. That's what, that's essentially like why that manifested into, into Trumpism or, or, or MAGA or whatever the case. Republicans have been straight bitches for a while now. Because, the establishment ones, yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, like Republicans, in the sense of like the that like after Bush, they play this political game, and like you get mollywhopped by the left, and and you don't really fight back, you know, like, and that's why the Republicans, like again, the 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 establishment Republican, became the the Trump Republic, like Repu- or uh, rather the people became basically Trump. Is the Republican Party, and there's yeah. really no because he, he was really the only one that was like, uh, I don't like. I'm gonna bully you guys because you guys have been bullied by them, and then I'll just go on to bully them. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 by bullying, I mean like fighting back, not I, really bullying. I, I think to a degree, that's why the establishment Republicans hate Trump so much yeah. because what Trump did was he revealed them being classy or taking the higher ground or being the bigger person as no they're cowards there's a time you be the bigger person not when they're fucking stomping your face in though yeah like you don't oh i'm getting the fucking destroyed but i'm gonna be the bigger person i'm not gonna hit back well no idiot like you're they're trying to kill you like you, you gotta defend yourself and what trump did was a microcosm of of like how people truly felt yeah. it's like damn we keep getting battered by yeah. these politicians and that's why i think we're on the verge of something like very scary because essentially you have so many people that already think that that biden is an illegitimate president number one but number two like we are right back to politics as usual yeah but tenfold yeah. With oh well, getting rid of the Keystone Pipeline, like that's done. Uh, 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 Trump tax cuts, they're gone, and now it's possible because we have the Senate. So gonna get rid of that. 
So and then eleven million illegals uh, come in, like oh, destroy the NRA. It's really like anybody out there that believes in independence and self sufficiency. Yeah. Fuck you. You're gonna rely on the government. We're gonna destroy small businesses. Yeah. We're gonna. It's gonna be fifteen dollar minimum wage. Like we are going to destroy you. Yeah. And so, and that's, and that again, that goes to to what we've talked about before, is what develops now. Like, does yeah. it, does this develop a a, a a violent right wing? Like, what what comes from this? If yeah. if Obama's because what I will say about Obama is a, a, a very charismatic, but also he veiled like his extremism. Like he yeah. he covered it. Like it was like. You could tell that he was an extremist, and then especially when you do some research on his background, you know, yeah. uh, Saul Alinsky, the people that he hung around with in, in Chicago, the the thoughts of his yeah. dad, like, yeah. like you could see. I mean, there's a reason why the whole uh, what is it, the one foot in, on land or whatever for Cubans, yeah, like right before he left, yeah. he knew when to time stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm exactly. Leaving. Fuck y'all Cubans. Because we know you vote right. Bill, Bill, yeah. uh, uh, you know, his friendship with Bill Ayers, like yeah. all of that stuff. Like he so he was like definitely an extremist. Yeah. I would say he was an extre- more of an extremist than than Biden. Yeah. It's just that Biden's not in charge. Like Biden's has handlers. Yeah. Obama, like as an individual, is more extreme than Biden, but he knew how to veil it. But and not only that. Not only like, because I was telling somebody this the other day, I was like, I, uh, I was like, we have never seen a government as left as as what we have now. No. And so, uh, and I was, and I pointed out to them because, like, a and lot Obama of Obama had two years, right? Obama, right? But <laughs> but this is what I was gonna say though. That's what this is what I was gonna say about that, and yeah. I, and I pointed this out to the people I was talking to, is there was a recession at the time though. So yeah. it's like a very different. It's a dynamic. You you really can't like go as extreme as you want. Yeah. Because like you're you get a, derailed, just like Trump got derailed by the pandemic. It's like you have a broken foot. It's yeah. like well I can't. I I want to like get in the ring and and like be as extreme, but but like I gotta heal. Yeah. And by the time it was able to heal, which it took a long time to heal, because if uh, anybody that follows economics, Obama's recovery was the slowest in history. Yeah. Because terrible. these were people that didn't know anything about economics, yeah. and then meanwhile, Trump in within his first year, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. But anyway, Obama didn't couldn't get as extreme as he wanted to, and then by the time that he maybe could have, he, well, he didn't have the house anymore, and yeah. so now, and and I said this before, that house ran by John Boehner, and then which eventually became uh, ran by Paul Ryan. That house, I will credit them with saving this nation. They yeah. they were able to do it. Yeah. And I also thought that we were going to live in a time where Big Mitch was going to save the nation with uh, against against Biden. But now that they don't have the Senate anymore, I don't know what it is. And yes, we are technically in a recession. Yeah. But this recession is like like a inflated manufactured recession yeah. like as the more and more we've learned about this china virus the more and more we learned that like this shit didn't need to like go down the way that in no. fact i would even venture to say and argue that there probably never even needed to be a lockdown to begin with yeah so it's not the same sort of recession as the 2008 recession yeah 
So with all of that being said, this government is overall far more left than the Obama government and far more willing to show it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. He's not even president yet. And it's already like that fucking snake is rearing its head all over. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. Really? So so I, I really don't know. And, and I think. And, and this kind of still goes into like the predictions and everything. I think the Republicans are in a very weird place right now. In fact, I would even venture to say that the Republicans are in the place that we felt the left was in. Well, actually, I would say the left was in that place. We just never really expected the election to go down the way that it did. Yeah, like, yeah. with with what happened, like, in terms of fraudulence and, like, or if you don't want to say there was fraudulence in terms of the lack of transparency. Yes. Either way, whether there was fraudulence or not, there's been a lack of transparency which has diminished... And threatens our democracy, really. Yeah, going on because, like, the 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 enthusiasm in voting is greatly diminished. Yeah. And that's one thing that I was watch- recently watching in a, in a, a Red Eagle Politics video... And, you know, how he breaks down, you know, uh, the data and polls and, you know, looking at elections going forward and stuff. But he even said in his video, he has a huge segment of, of his viewers that are like, why are you even still doing this? Like, elections aren't going to matter anymore. Yeah. They, they literally, to some people, in some people's mind, they literally stole an election. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what makes you think it's going to matter? And what I would say is... Republicans are in a weird place right now because at this point, how much money do you put in? Do you are you going to donate any? Like for me, I donated a shitload of money to Trump. I don't even know Trump. if I'm going to vote. That's what I'm saying. I, like, I really like I've always been so proud of voting. And after this went down and everything that I saw, like, I, OK, just go. Whoever wins. Yeah. Who gives and, a fuck at this, and, and at that's this time. a bad place to be. Yeah, that's yeah. a bad place to be. And that's my point yeah. is like. All right, so voter turnout, like, like it, it's going to be down. Yeah, what, what does it matter? Like, yeah. that's how much the Republicans have fucked up. One by like, yeah. I don't see how every member of the Republican government, their number one thing to fight for wasn't transparency with this election. Like, so, so right there, you have that right there. But then all of the ones that turned their back on Trump thinking that like it would save them, yeah. which really at the end of the day, they're just out of touch because how you don't know that Trump is the Republican Party and we do like we're not in politics and we we can tell you that like you have no future without Trumpism. Yeah. Fuck, Maybe they, not Trump the man, but yeah. like the principles of, of like everything Trump is yeah. without that you are nothing. And that's why Lindsey Graham, if you notice in these last days, he totally changed his tune after those motherfuckers berated him at the airport. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you oh, I, I urge the president-elect not to move forward with indicting President yeah. Trump and this and that. Why? Yeah, and, and you fucking better. And, but the thing is, what if... But now, and now what I would say yeah. is, fuck, dude. Yeah, what I yeah. think, every Republican voter from this point on is no more forgiving. Yeah. Don't forgive them anymore. Yeah. If a Democrat wins his district, vote him out. so be it. Because oh, you can't vote him out. <laughs> like so, yeah. so be it. Like let it. Because the fact of the matter is, 
too much of this flip-flopping. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing going forward in politics that 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 if if it's even going to matter that people need to hold on to are the motherfuckers that were real from the get-go. Yeah. The Josh Howleys, the Ted Cruz's, the Ron DeSantis's, yeah. the Christy Gnomes, the ones that were real from the get-go. Like yeah. not these like flip-flopping ass fucking Yeah. Uh, um, um, uh, Lindsey Graham, M- McConnell. Like I'm, I, I, to me, Mitch is 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 doing what what the the coach has to do. Has yeah. to re- face reality, and to me, that's why I've I'm I, I get pissed at some of the shit he says, but then I also understand he's a strategist. So like yeah. his job is to basically survive and. Really, like you are the face, like you're the guy under under Trump that was like, you're the confidant. Like Trump is gonna be whatever, he, yeah. but you can't be that. And and and, you, and I also yeah. like you. I can't not like remember like all the clutch ass moments yeah. like, with Trump. Like literally, Trump stayed in office after impeachment because of Big Mitch. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because he rallied the Republicans. Because he knows Romney wasn't gonna be the only one. Like. Romney is a straight bitch, but there are plenty other Republicans that I'm sure would have jumped on that train to like save face in the just like the ones now. The ones now be, yeah. after the whole the the Capitol Hill storming, they're all fucked up about it because they're like again, I uh, fucking spineless and 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 no direction, no identity. Yeah. But they're in a place right now. They're like, oh, well, did people like? Did people fuck with the the Capitol Hill thing? Yeah. Did they not? Do they blame Trump? Like they're all fucked up because they don't give a fuck. They're all they are yeah. is for votes and and to stay in their yeah. little office rather than like a guy like Josh Howley be like be like and, and Ted Cruz be like, well, one, the president didn't incite that shit. Yeah, and two, yeah, like in public they're gonna say they don't rock with yeah. it, but I'm pretty sure they know. That people are fucking scared right now. Yeah, yeah, like, like, and that's the thing with with with, uh, with the left is probably your number one enemy should be Mitch McConnell. Like, you have to dominate him. Yeah. Um, and he knows that. I think and he he's a think he's a thinker. So that, oh, definitely. He knows he has he, to. He's sharing m- much in the looks. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he's not like, and that's the thing. Like you have to, and politics no is timing, homo. right? <laughs> no homo. Uh, like in the po- in the politics or in the politics in the political arena, timing is everything. Yeah, and I think he knows that. So he's like, he understands that the impeachment is going to happen in the sense, like the the hearings. There's not much to say after that. All right, yeah, that that shit was fucked up. Whatever, and he's probably going to. Sit down with Republicans and be like, "Listen, this motherfucker never said shit. Like, what happened? We don't fuck with it, but Trump never incited that. Like, l- let's look at the, you know. And there's enough Republicans that are like the real ones that that could kind of rally behind. And if he can get them to just be on that shit, well, we we could see. But that that's and, and he two, has a hard job, and, man. And two, definitely don't have you. Maybe right this is weird, but like." It's like what? What's that position? Like, there's, there's, there's a that happens every every now and then. Where like, I think the Patriots had to do it one time. Where like, you want to take the safety. I I feel like what like what the position is is that like you want to take the safety because 
the timing is more important than the scoreboard. Yeah, yeah. So, and and, and I was thinking about like maybe. I mean, this is uh, hypothetically speaking, but maybe like the trial as of Trump would be a thing. It's like maybe Big Mitch will be like, well, listen, these motherfuckers are so wrapped up in this trial and their hatred towards Trump that maybe that's a good thing because in this time frame, it'll show the American people yeah. who these people are, but also it's eating away the clock for two years. Yeah. Because really, like, two years, like, if you can maintain the integrity of the country for two years, yeah. there's no doubt in my mind that in a legit election, again, hypothetically speaking, in a legit election, this shit, because already with the craziness of the left leftism that, that we're seeing from Biden already, just like the craziness, and it wasn't even as crazy with Obama, but just... What Obama showed in the door yeah. was enough to make people be like Republican, Republican, Republican across the ballot. Yeah. yeah. So maybe Big Mitch is all right. Well, I got to maintain the integrity yeah. for two years. Yeah. So that we could get the House, which is very possible. And the House, I think, uh, of any He's of basically any election, Jon Snow now. <laughs> of, of any election yeah. holding. Like its integrity is the house because yeah. I think that's a lot harder to rig because it's so many small districts. Yeah. That's harder to rig. So maybe Big Mitch is all right. Well, I got to hold things down for two years. The house, the Senate is very possible yeah. because technically the Senate is even, but yeah. it's just that Kamala Harris is the differentiating vote. Yeah. So even that is possible. Yeah. So it's all right. The house and the Senate. And then, and then this dude is gridlocked every which way. So, yeah. like, yeah, he has executive orders, but that's it. So, yeah. Big Mitch could be at a place where it's just like, oh, uh, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, he can't. You can't attach yourself. Like, you're bigger than Trump in that in that regard. You're bigger than. You're not bigger than the base, but then any any politician, I think, you have to just look at your predicament, and your predicament is survive now. So. I'm not worried too much about like I got to worry for the people really mm -hmm. and and that should be your idea and and what it takes too cuz like at this point we're playing chess so if if you if you don't take certain steps to just kind of shut the fuck up in certain times sometimes silence is all you need and then just plan fuck shut the fuck up and plan you know um then you're really at their mercy yeah. Because you're seeing big tech. Big tech is waiting. You know, this is just the first round. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first round in, in the in, in what we, in the Communist Party, like, because it happened before. And it should also be a learning lesson, really, because there should have been more actions taken before when you yeah. had, when you had the power that Trump had uh, and, and you had the Senate. Um, Y'all fucked up. You guys fucked up, and and maybe looking back, learn from it, move forward. But you you have to survive and plan f from now on because that is the the beautiful thing about about uh, America is there is so many like little walls you have to go through. You can't just go bulldoze your way through. They're yeah. trying. They're trying really hard right now, and they have a lot they can do in two years. But it, it it'll there's still that glimmer of hope and I think that's the way he's looking at it and, and you have to just be the guy that stays quiet 
and 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 plans. And, and yeah. we saw that with with Trump. Like he and, never would vocally be real cool with Trump. It's just like, all right, well, whatever. Okay, whatever he says, I disagree or I agree or whatever. But then when it came down to it, he, in the he, big moments, he was always there. Yeah. It was like you said it so great. He was Trump was the knight, and and he Big Mitch was commissioner. Yeah. Gordon. <laughs> you know who he reminds me of? Uh, I forget his name from Game of Thrones. The bald dude, the chunky dude. The one with no dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was his name? We're kind of getting that big No, no. Because, like, dude, at first, I didn't know how to feel about him. Like, yeah, yeah. And as you saw, like, he always did it for the people. Like, he was he was such a good dude. Yeah. And, and at the end, he I think he got executed for it. Yeah. And, and like, man, like, it's crazy how, like, from, from the outside looking in, not knowing, what his motives are, you might be like, oh, what a snake ass bitch when you cer- see certain things. And like right now, certain t- certain times I've been like, oh, what the fuck is he getting on? Yeah. But it's like, th- if, if the Republic is at stake, like, what do I care what you think about me? I'm True. trying to save the fucking Republic. No, yeah, you're 100% yeah. right about that. And also, I think Cocaine Mitch has always had this thing where he's like, yeah, I'm I'm the smartest guy in the room. Yeah. Like, I think he's even felt like that about Trump. Like, yeah. I'm smarter than you. No. I don't think he's smarter than Trump. I think he's more strategic than Trump. Yeah. I, I don't think... Because Trump is pretty damn smart. For for Trump to know that he can infuse this country to the, to the point where you could get more votes than any other Republican in yeah. history. Because let's, let's be real about one thing. Maybe Biden's votes like are illegitimate, but those seventy-five million votes that Trump got—that is not. We know for a fact that that shit ain't illegitimate. Yeah. So you have to be pretty damn smart to know that. Like, I have the fucking the the yeah. the the chargers. I could I charge yeah. this shit up. Well, why, and that's yeah. a pretty crazy ass thing. And we talked about it before. And again, why they want to deplatform them? Because they're scared. Like they literally know that Trump right now could be like war and yeah not all 75 million but there will be a big uh fraction of those people that'll be like what do you need us to do what what are we doing yeah that's real power that's real power biden doesn't have that biden has that with the military now like he'll have that where i you could command them yeah but the people yeah to be like no, that you don't have that. That's that is a crazy power to have. Yeah. That 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 reminds me that reminds me of, of, uh, was it in The Godfather Two, where he's talking to Hyman Roth about yeah. the Freedom Fighters, yeah, and and he's yeah. like, and, and he, I, yes. I forgot what he says yeah. exactly, but but because pretty much like the the government like is is uh, like. Well, it, the communist government has already essentially taken over, yeah. or or the the combat is 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 in going on, on the it, like in yeah. the streets and stuff like that. And uh, Michael Corleone observes that one of the freedom fighters, like he essentially like risks his life and he gets killed. Yeah, and he's like that. What he observes is like, well, they can win. Like I realize that they can win because. Yeah. They're, they're not you're not following orders i mean you may be following orders but like you're doing this because like you believe in this shit yeah and that's one thing that i i've said in, in private conversations with you and and like with other people is that the people right now on the right 
they truly care about the country yeah. and like their future, the future yeah. of their family. Yeah. That passion, like that's like that Tom Brady shit. Like that's like that intangible yeah. shit. Like you can't really, yeah, you yeah. can't really quantify that. Yeah. That's like Winston Churchill, Nazi Germany. Like yeah. what? Like at the time people were probably like, what the fuck are you on? It's over. It's 2021. And now that shit's that's in history. Yeah. Dunkirk and all that shit and you're like wow what the fuck yeah how how sway <laughs> you know like it, you don't understand it but sometimes the will is that powerful and you see that like even in the things that are that don't matter right because like we've been through the pandemic and 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 we've seen so much shit that like i watch sports now and i laugh because it's like whatever i don't give a fuck but i've always been a boxing fan and one thing that it'll tell you about the human uh, like like will, like the will of a person is like sometimes you can be the lesser fighter and win. Yeah, you know, like you could be the person that on paper you don't look like you should win, and by all accounts everyone's betting against you, and you have something in you that that other guy just doesn't, and he's so much better than you in every facet, has everything that that you don't, and you win. And and that's kind of like what 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 you you've seen in history, and what could be that's needed now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we don't know what's gonna happen, but but I do feel that w- we are at a major crossroads. Maybe even beyond the crossroads. Maybe already going down the bad road. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you have to be realistic, and you have to think, and 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 you can't think about day to day stuff. You have to think, you know years from now decades from now you know and 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 be true to yourself and be true about what's going on you know don't don't lie to yourself because like throughout all of this i i try not to lie to myself you know it's hard because we live in a country where the stuff that's going on is like this is just a surface level stuff but it's pretty scary and it's pointing to to a certain area that we're going to go to and i i've I've thought about I've thought about it. It's been kind of like a spiritual uh, journey in the sense that I, I have to like really think about oh what, where could we go and where would I go mm-hmm. if shit gets bad, you know? Um, and I hope that I sound like a like I hope that ten years from now I, I listen to the, like the shit that we're talking about and we're like what an idiot like what the fuck would what I would like nothing more than to think like that like oh how dumb do you look <laughs> like yeah. in this episode dude you were fucking you were a doomsdayer ass guy yeah yeah no but if you look at history and you you apply context to it there have been other doomsday scenarios before like look at the cuban missile crisis yeah where russia literally had missiles in cuba 90 miles from our shore pointed at every major city in the nation i mean that's bad like that was literally like the communists are like like at your door like at your door (laughs) the only thing though with that that's different with this is that that was them showing that they're coming in from the outside. What we have now is like a showing that they're already here. Yeah. And that's a little bit that's a little bit scary because it's like it's it's kind of like that thing of like you have your rifle and like you're looking outside for the intruder, but the person in your house has the knife and they just like slit your throat because they're already in there. Yeah. That's that's the scariness of, about this and the fact that like the the it could be these people that like 
have have the power already you know then and, and have you know you know the could could press that red button or yeah. whatever have you but i wanted to, i wanted to say something about look at this mitch mcconnell or it's this analysis around the world the u.s has long been a guiding light of freedom now it's a case study of how democracy can die this wow is a, this is a cnn i don't get like when cnn has art is or uh, has headlines i'm never like intrigued that's intriguing that just that just literally showed. right now as we're talking yeah that's crazy. But I wonder how I how they're gonna spin that. Yeah. I have a feeling they're gonna spin it like on the left that it's that it's like Trump's fault. Yeah. Like Trump is is why democ like democracy almost died under Trump, but Biden's gonna bring it. I could see them spinning it. I can't wait to like actually read the article a, to see how they spin it. I'm because, gonna send it to you. Yeah, because I have a feeling like that shit is is not like because that's not there's no way CNN is gonna be saying that Biden is is going to be the cause of democracy dying. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're going to be saying it like, oh, Trump was destroying freedoms, but now Biden is going to save or whatever. I'm going to send that shit to Vince Sanity so he could read it and make his counter argument yeah. on his blog. But uh, no, but I, one thing I wanted to say about, about uh, cocaine Mitch is I was seeing this. I saw this documentary not long ago. Uh, it was it, the, the documentary was about the Supreme court. But in that documentary, he talked about, oh, well, they talked about um, uh, uh, Robert Bork, the guy that that uh, Reagan was appointing. But then they fuck it. Well, they called it they call it Borked. Like when yeah. like they they essentially did to him what they did to Kavanaugh, what they try to do to Clarence Thomas. Yeah. Um, and what they try to do with Amy Coney Barrett is like fucking discredit them and slander yeah. them and say all this horrendous shit about them. Yeah. And what's funny about that is Cocaine Mitch was young on the Senate at the time and he remembered like he always they always said that like that day of Robert Bork, they said that like people around him said that it was like part of him died because he kind of realized like how dirty the other side is. Yeah. And they said that like to, to, cause he was an advocate for Robert Bork and, and Reagan and everything like that. Yeah. And they said that since that day on cocaine, Mitch always had this thing as like, I'm going to get them back for this shit. And there's going to be a day that I do the same shit that yeah. they, that they did to us today. Yeah. And with Obama, Obama appointed two Supreme Court justices, but right when he was gonna do the third one, that's when like Mitch like un unveiled like the his whole thing. Mitch and that's just crazy. Black. It's like how many years in the making was that? It's like him waiting for his moment. Yeah. It's like, nah, I'll let the first one go. And I will let the second one go. No, third yeah. one, you're like, you're done. Meanwhile, Trump was actually able to get three in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right there, that kind of shows you that like sometimes you gotta play the long game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's the thing. And then also another thing too, how do you know right now Cocaine Mitch is like, all right, well, wouldn't let these motherfuckers get extreme as they need to get for two years. But guess what? When whenever we have the House and the Senate, and if we get if we're able to have all three again, uh, yeah. the uh, House, the Senate, and the White House, maybe we're gonna get we're gonna get just as extreme as you guys got. Maybe you know what? Maybe we're gonna start censoring you guys on the yeah. internet, like. You know, sometimes the long game, you, you're you thinking like, oh, well, right now it looks so bad. Yeah. But, you know, you never know. You never know because, like, from what I've gathered and watching that documentary, 
doing that is something that like Mitch like would have never ever considered doing until he saw how the other side played. Yeah. You know, and then it's like cuz Robert Bork was like a, a good a good candidate for the Supreme Court. There was no reason for him to be treated like that. Well, yeah. Just like there was no reason for Clarence Thomas to be treated like that. No reason for Amy Coney Barrett to be treated the way she was. And no reason for um, Brett Kavanaugh to be treated the way he was. But look at how they did it. So sometimes it's like you, the opposing side could dig such a hole for themselves. And maybe they'll be so emboldened by the power that they have that it's like all strategy will go out the window. And then it'd be like, all right. The the ninjas now they're at work you know I don't know like yeah. I, that's that's wishful thinking but composure and, is key when the world around you is falling apart absolutely so real quick before we shut down the episode um what uh what do you think uh some some quick predictions going forward like me one prediction I think I think legal gun owners people that own guns legally. I have a feeling that there's going to be some crazy ass tax that they implement that makes it like where people don't even want to own the gun anymore because it's so fucking expensive. Like I could see them doing something where it's like, well, a thousand dollars a year for every every gun you own, like that type of shit. You know uh, what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah. Like I could see them doing something like that. Also, though, I, I could see the black market for guns booming like yeah. like the underground gun sales, yeah. I, I have a feeling like that market is about to boom. That's gonna be a market for sure. Yeah, that, I mean, I I, I think uh, you're right on that, and I think the NRA understands that. That's why they're moving from New York to Texas, I, and that's the thing. Like people don't watch th- those are the headlines that matter. Yeah, those are the headlines that matter. When you're running for your life, you're going somewhere where you feel safe. I also think that with uh, lower border security and and like this uh, incentivizing of of a bunch of illegals coming, I think uh, human trafficking is going to skyrocket. Yeah. I think it's because it was it was a thing. It was well, always been a thing, but we heard a lot less of it under Trump. I think yeah. I think that's gonna that's gonna skyrocket. And I also think terrorism around the world is gonna is gonna start. Yeah, Iran's already getting. I, see, that's the thing about 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 the uh, situations like that is you become emboldened because you know you can bully people around. Oh yeah, and and yeah. That, well, look at how North Korea is talking lately. Yeah. Like, all like like crazy again. Yeah, and and, and I had a fr- I had a talk with a coworker who happens to be Muslim and, and one thing that, that he said was Trump talks a lot of shit and Trump is very straightforward but Trump understands to live and let live yeah and and, and in the Middle East you saw that he, you know when he came in he was like listen this is what I'm gonna do this is what we're on live your life on your own accord do whatever the fuck you wanna do that's the polar opposite of what like the Iran war was which is like I think, or the Iraq War, like we're gonna stay here and we're gonna make this a better place. Well, that's not your job to do. Yeah, that's not your job to do, and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, and you have to learn from your mistakes. You have to understand like what works and what doesn't. Sometimes people they don't ask of much, but just get the fuck out of my way. This is how I want to run my country, and Trump did a very good job of that. 
And for someone to look at it in that perspective and, is and like... And Trump also understood the prosperity aspect. Like, yeah. do you, but like all this blowing up motherfuckers, that, that doesn't bring no bread. Like, yeah. like if we're about this money, then be peaceful yeah. and, you know, good things happen. And and that's the thing too, even, even and this is not me justifying uh, terrorism or anything like that, but... When you look at the scope of an extremist on that side, it, it's always from the scope of religion, yeah. right? And when they look at when they look at what we've become, right, where the there are no lines in the sand, there's no nothing you could cross. You could have thirty three genders. You could do this. You could do that. Oh yeah, we're gonna live. Every, everyone could do whatever the fuck they want. Through them, they look at it like we don't want to become that. Right. And they look at it from that scope. And it's like, well, I don't agree with it. But then I also see why they would when it it kind of reminds me of the Frederick uh, Nietzsche uh, quote, God is dead. In America, God is dead. Yeah. And, 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 And I'm not saying like every American or anything like that, but we don't live our life through God. We don't do that we it's corporations that we live through we live through consumerism we live for other people almost sometimes again this is not me saying every american but as a culture you see that that's vastly different from the middle east that's vastly different from many other places where it's just like i just want to live my life like and i have my beliefs and this makes me happy this is not america and and so i think that that's why it worked so well for him uh, over there was because he understood that. I think he understood that. That yeah. goes back to what you were saying. He's a smart motherfucker. Like, he's not stupid. No. Nah. People look at him, like, because he's jarring and he says things a certain way. It's like the uh, like a fool. Mm-hmm. But, but no, he just understands people a little bit more and and, and, and understands that it's a, it's a difference. Kind of the same thing with the journalist with Saudi Arabia. There was like a... but. You have to be very careful of what lines you cross. You're the U.S. You're not Saudi Arabia. You're the U.S. You're not France. You're the U.S. You're not England. Right. You could be an ally or you could work with people, but there's lines you don't cross because I, that's your problem. That's your baby. And, you know, ima- imagine some shit, some foul shit happens here in Canada was like, now nah, y'all ain't doing it right. Certain Americans aren't gonna like that shit. No, what the of fuck do you? Not. You don't tell us what to do, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like that's how. So you have to understand because we've been one of the superpowers in the world. We have a certain. I felt. I feel like we've for a very long time thought we were the world police. Yeah. And I think with with, with Trump in office, you saw it was like, well, no, y'all can police yourselves. You have my backing, but y'all can police yourselves. You saw how NATO was handled and all that stuff. So now, a big prediction of what you're saying is just basically a lot of the balance will come from, and there's no balance that comes from big government and big world government. Yeah, you know, take a take a look at the Great Reset. That's going to become a big thing. Yeah, and and the uh, the globalist agenda. Yeah, and which infuses what you were just talking about like the this idea that like there's like some external force trying to control you and yeah it it, i i just i definitely think that we're gonna see some more of that stuff and terrorism um 
um, human trafficking. Very difficult to buy guns. Very difficult to own guns. And and then and taxes. I think taxes are going to go up. Regulation. It's gonna. It's it's it, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be real rough. But the other thing is, I think like we're seeing like the the development of armed protests. What happened with the the Capitol Hill riot, the storming of Capitol Hill, and now I was reading an article not long ago of how they were saying that they might want to keep those fences up that they have for the inauguration. Yeah. They might want to keep them up permanently because oh, in general. So right, th- that in and of itself shows that Congress they're scared. They're yeah. scared, and and that's kind of a good thing because that in and of itself might be enough for them to be like. Hey, you know what? Like, let's not get too crazy because if Lindsey Graham is getting berated at the airport, how many other instances uh, will there be of this happening to these people? And you like Lindsey Graham, like honestly, like with those people berating him, if one of those was like a lunatic with like a gun, they could have killed him right there. Yeah. Like if you were close enough to get cell phone footage, you were close enough to like get at dude. So. What's going to happen, like, with all these other politicians? What's going to happen the day that actually does happen? Like, it will... Yeah. I mean, it did happen to Steve Scalise, but from a, a, a radical leftist, remember, at yeah. that baseball game? Yeah, yeah. So, but, like, what happens if the right wing starts getting on that shit? So, so now, like... It, it, it's it's scary because this is uh, a moment where we're very shaky. And, and mm, you can only really hope and, and, and hope for the best and do your part. But if that starts turning up, like where it's violence like that or there's there's assassination attempts and stuff like that, it's just like kind of like that Coach Red Pill. Like how – like because uh, he's talking civil war. Yeah. You know? And actually like it, it, it feels nice to, to hear someone talk about these things because like I remember when we would talk about it and it's like it, it kind of makes you – feel like okay well maybe i'm thinking in the right way i remember we had an episode where like is this country leading into the civil war and and we had our thoughts on it and i kind of want to listen to it now to see maybe how that differentiates from what he's saying you know mm-hmm. what i mean but it's it's uh it could get bad in the sense that like secession and shit like that like yeah like you why it, it very much seems like we're heading to civil war is because we're at a time and a place where like logic no longer has a stage like logic is not no longer part of this production and i've realized that through debating people in in this these last four years and very seldomly like does it matter and 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 what i'll say is this like i'm many people think that i am i'm a pretty good debater like i i if i do debate i usually have my facts in line um i try to research obviously we have the show so we talk about this stuff on a, on a weekly basis so it's one of those things where it's kind of like well I do this, you know, like I've told this to people before. It's like, yeah, you talk about this and you might talk about this at work around the water cooler or, you know, sipping some coffee or whatever. But, but I does this like, so like, 
and I'm not trying to sound like you know boastful or braggadocious, but like you're like we are not the same. I am an alien. Like <laughs> like we're just we're not the same. You yeah. know so. Like I'll I'll do this, but like you're really like I'm gracing you with a performance, really, because <laughs> yeah. like you're not like you don't you don't do this like I do this. Yeah. No. You know, like I dedicate like free time to this shit. I look into this shit. I read about it. I have bookshelves like fucking. I, how many bookshelves do I how have? How much in this information house? One, is two, passed? Three. Like I have bookshelves full full of stuff, audiobooks, all type of stuff, books on my phone, all that shit. And we talk about this shit every week. And even with all of that, yeah. I've seldomly been able to like really convince anybody, no matter how much like logic I roll out, like literally and like cite sources, like look yeah. at this, look at this, look at this. And and it's still like, oh well You're whatever. Wrong. So like when we when we live in a world like that, well there's really that's it. Like there's <laughs> there's nothing else it's like we can no talk way. about. Yeah. Which is fine. You believe what you believe. I believe what I believe. It just so happens to be that what you believe and vote for will infringe yeah. on me. And oh. that's when you kind of now become my enemy. Because like if you just believe like for instance, I give it a give you a perfect example. All if, of the summer. Right. Like if you believe if if you believe that like I own too much property and it's like oh well you shouldn't have two cars and you shouldn't have all this property and like you know multiple places to live and be making so much money and have all this money coming in a month and you know have a show and 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 all of this stuff if you believe that but like i have the tr but only the people that agree with you will be affected by that so what i what i mean by that is like it's like i have what i have and you believe i have too much and you believe that you're entitled to some of it but you could only get some of what i have if i also agree with you yeah like like the like the 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 fucking goofy ass uh zuckerberg and and all of these uh tech people that like they believe they should be taxed more and all of that yeah and you only get their taxes because they agree with you yeah well that's fine like yeah. that's a perfect system they agree with you you want it and everybody's happy i don't agree with it yeah. so it doesn't affect me but that's not how this shit works how this works is everybody gets pulled into your fucking like craziness yeah and now you're affecting like my lifestyle and yeah. also you're affecting my upward mobility and my productivity and like the route that I'm going in life. Yeah. Now you're my enemy. Yeah. Well, because you were willing to you were in a house and you were you were willing to like from the window. be like, All right. I disagree. And then it comes a point when they're like, nah, we disagree. And they start slamming through the door. Some people might be like, oh, what the fuck? Why are y'all in here? And then some people are just going to blast motherfuckers coming through that door. Exactly. Because it's like, well, this is my house. Like I draw a line. Here, I have a shoddy pointing at the door, and I don't know that you should do that, you know? We disagree, but, the, like, the summer was basically people rushing through that door. Exactly. And, and, and what you realize is not enough people agree with you to sustain what you believe is possible. 
not enough people. So now you have to forcefully get from the people that don't agree with you. And then that's when you, you that's where we're at now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's also one of the reasons why it, it kind of makes it hard to believe that Biden won legitimately when it's like, if you really are the most popular president-elect in history, you got more votes than any president-elect ever. Like, like, why do you feel the need to deplatform? Like, why? Like, why is there like even a movement? Like, why would big big yeah. tech would you would think big tech would be like, oh well, shit. He's yeah. a loved guy. Like, there's no need to deplatform anybody. Like. <coughs> You would be like fuck Trump because yeah. like dude like dude ain't on shit like this guy is is he's the a man of the people huh he's a man of of the people right like this is the man of the people but it's like it almost makes you think hmm like you know like what's really the mindset behind all of this stuff and I don't know I don't know we'll I guess we'll see uh, in these days coming up but. Uh, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, so keep on listening. If we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.